episode number 21. You are listening to the More Than a Lawyer podcast with your host, Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help lawyers and mums to thrive in their careers and motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversation with awesome women to help you reduce the struggle in your juggle. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share with you some information about a tool that I absolutely love. Audible. If you're anything like me, you love to read books and learn new things, and you probably have loads of books on your reading list, but finding the time to read those books is a problem. You're busy with work, you're busy with children, you're busy with projects, so sitting down to read through the pages of a book seems like a bit of a luxury. So if that's you, I encourage you to check out audiobooks with Audible. You can download the books to your phone or your desktop and you can listen to them while you're doing other things. So when you're doing your chores, when you're driving, commuting, playing with your baby, playing with your children, whatever it is you're doing, you can still read books and take in awesome information. It's absolutely fantastic and it's been a game changer for me since I signed up uh, for a membership a few months back I've read so many amazing titles and and learned so much so I've partnered with audible to give my listeners a free 30-day trial so you can download a free book and you can choose from a range of titles in their expansive library and all you need to do is head over to www.lightboxcoaching.com forward slash audible to sign up for your free trial Hello, hello, we are back. We've had a long break from the MTL podcast and I am so happy to be back. I tell you, growing a human whilst running after a toddler, working as in-house legal counsel and building a coaching business really takes it out of you. So that explains why I've had such a long break from the show. But I'm really excited to be back and to be sharing with you guys on a weekly basis. I've missed connecting with you and sharing on the show. So it's awesome to be back. The biggest thing, of course, that happened is that my daughter was born in June. So gorgeous baby Anaya entered the world on the 16th of June and I'm super excited to have her here now and to be a mother of two but I can testify that adding another little person to our family has added a whole new level of crazy to our lives but I absolutely love it so I'll be sharing more about my journey and insights on a future episode so look out for those. Um, So what else has been going on while I've been away? Uh, we have been growing the Being More Than a Lawyer Facebook group. It's a community for awesome lawyers who are building great careers whilst making time for the other important things in life. Um, we come together to support one another. I'm in the group regularly sharing um, articles and tips and information and also jumping on to do Facebook Lives and trainings on topics that would be useful in your growth. So if you're not part of the group yet please go over and join us at uh, lightboxcoaching.com forward slash facebook it'll be great to connect with you in the group and learn about you and your individual journey I'm also excited to tell you about the Smooth Return course, which is my four-week online coaching course, which I've developed specifically for lawyers and other corporate women who are returning to work after maternity leave. The four-week course will prepare you for a calm and confident transition 
back to work after taking time out. So if you're interested in learning more, then head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash smooth return course. The next intake is uh, going to be on the 29th of October 2017 and there will be limited spaces. So if you are interested, then please head over and um, put your name down on the wait list. All right, so that's enough about what I've been up to while I've been away. Let's get on to the show. So I have some awesome interviews coming up over the next few weeks with some great lawyers, some great women who are so inspiring and have so much to share. So I'm excited to to get those out and for you guys to listen to them. But today we're going to be taking a look back a look back at season one. So for those of you that have been with us for a while and you've listened to the show, you're going to get a recap on some of the things that were shared by previous guests as being top tips for balancing your work and professional life. And for those of you that are new to the show, you're going to get an insight into the types of um, things that were shared last season and what you can probably expect more of in this season of the show. So without further ado, let's jump in i think i would say a couple of things i would say um don't be afraid if you can possibly do it to invest as much as you can in really good childcare. um or you know if people's families are willing to help that's obviously great um but not everyone has that luxury and i totally understand that and sometimes that means that people are going to work and almost you know um, putting as much as you know they earn towards childcare, mm. and that's obviously very frustrating and sad. But sometimes it's really worth that shorter-term investment, yes. um, so that you can get back on the horse and get working and get progressing your career. Um, and so I would say that I would say don't be afraid to ask for what you want in terms of flexibility or part-time working. You know, just ask for it, and and again, don't worry about what people think because sometimes your perception of what you think people are going to do in reaction to your request is nothing like the actual reaction and people tend to be to want to help people get back onto the you know the working system and and I've I've been very fortunate as I say in terms of people wanting to accommodate me but I think I think the world is changing and people do want to accommodate people working in different ways so ask you know definitely make the request um and yeah, I would just say, um, you know, it's a wonderful thing to have a career. So don't give up if it's what you want. Don't think you have to settle for something less either. Yeah. And my number one thing that I say is that, um, like, double your deadlines. So I'm not as familiar with like the law arena as you know I am other areas but you know one thing I hear about is making partner you know mm-hmm. or you you want you want to move up at a firm right well you might see other single women or other um, women who don't have kids they may be married but they're not moms yet and they're moving up the ladder faster than you um, there's there's nothing wrong with that but there's nothing wrong with having a slower um, progression if you're moving forward and you're reaching your goals, who cares if it takes twice as long, you know? And I think that that is something that I help a lot of moms see is that progress might look different now that you're a mother in your career. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to stop. It might be slower. It might be more of like in a zigzag pattern. You might not be going straight up to the top. Like you thought 
you might have before your babies, but you can still make progress and you can still reach your goals. It just might look a little different. So that's one of the things about like mindset that I really help moms look at. Um, and when I talk about strategy, the first thing I do is I tell moms to, to like double their deadline. So if pre baby, something would have taken you four weeks, like a brief, uh, you know, I'm just making this stuff up, but like <laughs> yeah, I get it. a week to write an amazing legal brief before, um, your baby say it takes you two weeks, you know, just automatically double it. And in your mind, you get used to having a slower pace and maybe you finish it in a week and a half. The bonus of that is you've beaten your own deadline. So it's like a boost in confidence. Um, and then you have a whole half a week that you, you just bank that extra time. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're changing your mindset around things a little bit and you're, yeah, maybe you're slowing down, but it's a lot less stressful to kind of look at it that way. Um, than it is to be so caught up in the hustle and to be overwhelming yourself and to be burning yourself out. Uh, I would say um, getting connected with like-minded people, you know, people that um, you know have some similar desires or that you've seen you know, pursue a path that you're interested in because, you know, they'll, anyone that has, you know, even taken a, or a few steps ahead of you will be helpful in both, you know, encouraging you that it's possible and then help helping to tell you, you know, give you advice, you know, on what steps to take. Um, and then let's see, I mean, I, I would say really think about um, your expectations, you know, and what, what are you expecting of yourself mm. in terms of um, going through? Like if you're pursuing a different path, you know, just think, is that something that, you know, what can you give to it at that whatever point you're in? Is it something that you can do on the part time? And so you need to spread your timeline out mm. or are you in a place where you really could take a complete break, you know, from whatever path you've been on and then go full swing into something else or, Get, you know, take a, a pause altogether yeah. and not put pressure on yourself. So I think um, there's so much when it comes to expectations and what, you know, what you're put on yourself as expectations. And so I think the at the heart of the strategies that I use is the idea that attention and time and willpower are all sort of these limited resources that we have. And every time you make a decision, you're actually reducing your ability to make good decisions in the future because the willpower that you have, the ability to exert self-control is a limited mental resource. Um, similarly, if you pay attention to something or give your time to something, you actually cannot ever get that time back and you can't give it to something else. And so mm -hmm. for me, I wanted to be giving my time and attention to the most important things in life and not to the little little things. So one kind of quirky way that I uh, adopted this mindset in my life is actually with what I wear to work every day. So previously I was trying on essentially half of my wardrobe, trying to find something every morning that fit right, that looked good, that I felt comfortable in, that was sort of right for the occasion. 
and half of my closet would end up on my floor, then I'd either leave it there all week or I'd have to find some more time to pick it up. I so, you know, do that. <laughs> isn't that frustrating? I do that all the time and it is so irritating because then you can't find anything to wear and then you're frustrated that you're late and yeah. If not. Absolutely. And then you add you add your child into the mix. You have to get her up. You need to get her fed. You need to, you know, if you have a nanny, that's wonderful. Otherwise, you need to be bringing her to daycare. Um, you know, so you, you've just basically tripled the amount of work that you have to do in the morning. You just don't have time to be trying everything on. Yeah. And so I sat down and I made a list on my cell phone of the 10 outfits that I like, that I look good in, that I wear a lot. And, you know, a lot of these are mix and match. Like I... I wear suits most day to work. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I have about five suits and I have a bunch of different blouses that tend to go with several of them. Um, but, you know, I've stopped trying to get creative with my outfits and just, you know, I wear a suit and I wear a shirt and I have it on a list and I just go down the list. And so on, you know, start at the top, work my way down to the bottom and then I wear what's on the list. So it basically tell myself what to wear, my future self, what yeah. to wear. Yeah, well, the biggest thing that I found helpful was journaling. Um, and they kind of say that when you, um, if you journal about something three times, you kind of get the clarity that you need. And I think um, that was definitely true in my case. I, I kept a journal um, the whole time through the end of my marriage and through my divorce. And then and I kept a journal uh, when I was deciding to leave my job and basically you know it, it comes with fear and anxiety and all those things and so by journaling and just letting yourself get your thoughts onto the paper and out of your head and then doing it again the next day and then a third time it does give you um you know a uh a, like a, a clarity that helps you then be able to say, okay, okay, I see what I'm, I'm thinking and I see where my mind is sort of running around in circles. I, I get it now. And you can then move forward in the best, um, you know, the best possible way because you've sort of given yourself a chance to get it out and get it down concretely. So journaling, I think, is a great thing to do um, because it also gives you a little more assurance that you're doing the right thing because you haven't just jumped into it. You yeah. know, you've, you've, you've gotten it down. You've been thinking about it. You know, and you know how our minds work. You know, we are only aware of a small amount of the conscious thought that we have, right? So yeah. you write it down and then you go to sleep or you go to work or you go out and you do some rock climbing, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Um, but it's still there in the back of your mind, you know, and your mind is still massaging it and figuring it out so that when you go and write it down again, the next time you bring so much more to it. said that about uh, you and your husband being a team, because that's exactly how you have to approach this. Um, I know in my experience, just a lot of the women that I'm surrounded by will oftentimes have the baby and then the husband gets shifted out of the picture. Um, and really thinking of you and your husband as a team before you get started and knowing that this little person that's coming into the world is now just going to be an addition to your team. I think that's such a great mindset to have um, because then you're working as a team and yeah. it's not like this baby is replacing your husband. Yeah. And I think, um, 
it is so important to approach it that way because when you have a team, it's just so much easier to do things. And when your husband's a part of that team, you're going to feel much less of a burden, I think, um, because your husband's going to be a part of helping you with that baby. Yeah. It's really, really difficult to raise kids in this day and age and have a business in this day and age with social media showing the best in people's businesses Mm -hmm. um, and the best in people's lives. Like even (laughs) for me, I use my social media and I try to be real with people. Like I want to be authentic and so you'll see last weekend I was cleaning my daughter's room and there was a pile of laundry and a pile of trash and that's me like that's that's life like my house isn't gorgeous it's not a styled beautiful house um but that's really easy to forget when you see the styled pictures and and the pretty parts of people's businesses yeah and um you just have to remember that what you're looking at is the end result Mm -hmm. and what's happened is all the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can take a pretty picture of my living room once I clean everything up, but that's not real. Like all the junk goes back. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It all goes back. Um, and so it's, it's just really important because if you start comparing what you're doing or what you're seeing to what's going on in your life, you're going to be so unhappy mm-hmm. because there's, it's not like that. Yeah. Like my house, you know, my house is never going to be perfect. I've just come to that um, understanding because <laughs> I've got three kids, three kids, three young three kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's toys all over. And, um, you know, I don't have time to clean like a, a regular person might have time. So those are some tips from some of our guests from last season. I hope you enjoyed that roundup and found the tips useful. I am all about sharing knowledge, experience and resources as we journey this lawyer mum life together. So I created a free resource library for female lawyers that includes guides, checklists, trainings and other resources to support you on your personal and professional growth journey. You can gain instant access at lightboxcoaching.com forward slash resource library. And this is going to be a work in progress, one that is going to continually be added to. So if there's any Anything specific that you want to see do reach out to me and let me know and I can work on some new resources but I do plan to be adding to the library on a regular basis so watch this space um, that's all for today don't forget to join the Facebook community so we can continue the conversation around this episode and future episodes and um, I will be back next week with an interview from with Funke Abimbola, who is a mother, a lawyer, a champion of diversity in the law. She's a speaker and so, so much more. If you see her LinkedIn profile, you'll probably have the same reaction as I did, which was, how does she fit it all in? Um, And we're going to talk about that with her next week. We're going to talk about her journey, her experience and how she makes it all work. So make sure you subscribe so that you will not miss the episode. And if you like this episode, 
and you like the podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on iTunes so that more women just like you can find the show and join in the conversation. So that's all for me today. I have loved being back with you and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. All right. Bye.